many times have you thought, I would love to do this or that? Maybe write a book, start a charity, create a kid's puppet show, build a sustainable clubhouse, go on the trip of a lifetime, create a production company, whatever that thing is for you, I hope this podcast inspires you to believe you can. I'm Karen Vaughan and this is the Get Off The Bench Podcast. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench Podcast. This week I want to talk about the importance of time out. You know, we talk about work-life balance, we talk about self-care, and everybody has got a different interpretation of that and, you know, a different perspective on what that looks like. But at the end of the day, and, and as much as I say, get off the bench, you know, if you've got something you want to get off the bench and get moving, it, don't waste your life away because, as I always say, life's too short. But your life will be shorter if you keep pushing and pushing and pushing until you've got nothing left to do that project. So it's really important that you actually space it out and have some time out. I think that um, talking about life being too short and, uh, you know, go, 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 go. One of the things that I hear quite often is, you know, you've got to get moving, you've got to get hurry up, hustle, grind, you know, grit your way through life, all that kind of stuff. Now, Don't get me wrong, I think there are times when we absolutely have to do that for short bursts, you know, because something has to meet a deadline, something has to get done. But if we're spending our entire lives, and there'll be many people who disagree with me on this because they are in favour of hustle, but if we spend our entire lives just hustling and grinding and never, ever putting our head up for air, it's going to kill us. And the other thing about that is if you've got your your head down bum up all the time going go 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 when we lift our head up it's not just to take a breath of air it's actually to pause and to survey where we're at you know take stock of hey this is how far I've come where am I now it's kind of like if you're swimming in a lake and you've got your head under the water you don't just Keep going and hope you hit the other side. you got to keep coming up at times and looking around and going, oh, shit, I've moved to the right a little bit. I've got to, you know, angle myself a bit more north or whatever. We have to take these time out breaks, you know, to make sure that we're actually um, recalibrating, I guess, and, and making sure we're in the right place. Now, a lot of people will say, I don't have time, though. I want to, but I don't have time. You know, I've got work, I've got kids, I've got animals, I've got what have you. And believe me, I get it. But we're going to make time. And, you know, the, the, the easiest thing, I think, is to book breaks ahead of time so that you've got something to look forward to. Now, we've got, we both work full time. We've got kids, but yes, they're adults, but that doesn't mean they... They still need the attention of kids half the time, but we've got pets, we've got a little farm and we don't have much time, but we build in mini breaks and these little mini breaks could be something like um, going to a concert, they could be having a, 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 a human weekend away so that we go without any pets. Sometimes we do pet weekends away, so we take the dogs and 
probably we do more of those than not and, and we actually think that's a great getaway because we love having the dogs now somebody um I was talking to somebody about that and they said yeah but we've got no one to look after the cats you know or whatever but there's always opportunities for that. What We're lucky because our, our kids are now adults so they can stay home. I also get my parents to come and stay sometimes. There's also our house-sitting sites like, I don't know what they are, house-sitting, housesitters.com.au or something like that, Happy House Sitters. We've actually used them once, but uh, we would like to use them more. It's just that people don't want to come up here for three days but we had a wonderful couple from um, New Zealand come and stay, Mike and Christine from New Zealand. And they stayed here for a couple of weeks and they had their caravan parked out the front. And, you know, it, it was absolutely fantastic. And we completely trusted them. And I think, yeah, yes, there's got to be an element of trust. But there are ways you can get away. And I was also thinking about this, oh, probably several, a couple of months ago, actually. And I thought, you know what we need to do, what would be great, is to find another couple who has all these animal commitments and that kind of stuff, and they can't leave either. So let's say they go away, and one of us goes and stays in their house so that there's still someone in this house. And then vice versa, if we were to go away, one of them stays in their house, and the other one comes and stays in our house. I hope that made sense, but it's a bloody good idea. Anyway, I thought I had that worked out some time ago. And then she says to me, yeah, but I'm allergic to cats. And so we've got a couple of cats and that wasn't going to work. But I I really, really want to emphasize that you need to start building them in. Even date nights or, or date lunches or Sundays, go out and have a cuppa and go for a walk along the river or whatever you've got around you. But, you know, we trick ourselves, we fool ourselves to think we haven't got time and then we get more and more depressed and more and more um, the feeling of overwhelm and snowed under. It's such an important thing to do. I don't want to sound like a bloody you know, big bossy, bossy boots. But um, I, I've seen a lot of people, in fact, somebody, I'm trying to think who it is, somebody just recently uh, getting cancer. A lot of people will say, I'm going to retire soon. And when I do, I'm going to do all that. And sometimes it's too late. And sometimes what happens is they retire and they lose all meaning and purpose in their life and then they get sick so don't wait until something happens like retirement or wait until the kids finish school or wait until we don't have any pets or wait until the house is paid off and all that kind of stuff just start doing stuff you know we we probably spend more than we should on breaks but I tell you what we're going to keep doing it because um, it's such an important thing the other thing is to switching off at night and I know that it's so simple to sit there and scroll, scroll, scroll on your phone and see what's happening on Facebook and LinkedIn and God knows whatever your platform is, Instagram. But if you do that before you go to bed, you're going to have this, um, I don't know, whatever, whatever they call it, blue screen thing. It keeps you awake. It actually keeps your brain activated. We all know this. I, I'm not an expert on this and I'm not, I'm not even saying it right, but it's bloody bad for us. 
We sit there and watch one show on the on Netflix every night after everything else is done, after we've had tea, after we've fed everybody, after we can really seriously turn the computer off and say, that's it, I'm done for the night because we're putting up boundaries. And we watch one show and it's been things like Frankie and Gracie, Shit's Creek, that's just bloody hilarious. I think we're on about the fourth run of it. And we just watch one half hour episode and it's bloody magnificent. We've just been watching um Fire Country and I tell you what, the effects in that are bloody awful. The you know, cinem- cinematic effects, whatever they are, awful. But um we've really, really gotten into it and it's finished. And now we're waiting for the next lot to come because it kind of ended off entertaining a downer, but it was a great show. Um, Manifest, God, if you want to have your mind twisted, that's a good one. And we've just been watching Love on the Spectrum and absolutely love that. People with autism, you know, on the autism spectrum who can't find love you know because of their quirkiness which is which just bloody sucks because all autism is is that your brain's wired differently so you think differently you just put things together differently and you express differently and so you know neurotypical people which is people who don't have a neurodiverse um, condition here we go, oh, well, that's not normal, do you know? And and what is normal? I reckon normal is a setting on a washing machine. And, and we always compare people to ourselves. And if people aren't behaving the way we think they should behave, and according to our expectations, uh, then we put the labels on and the judges on and all that kind of stuff. And so people with autism, a lot of them find it really difficult to find a partner and to find love because... The whole world's out there judging them. Now, this show, Love on the Spectrum, is bloody magnificent and it just shows the challenges that they have trying to find love. And the reason I've started watching that is um, most of you will know that I wrote a book, Magnificent Kids, in 2014 and Danny Bowman was one of the kids I um, showcased. And she started up her own animation company, I think, when she was nine, which was just absolutely fantastic so Danny's hooked on animation but Danny's in the show so when I read on Facebook that she's in the um on this Netflix show I thought right I'm going to give it a watch and it has been a real a real eye-opener actually and a real blessing so now I'm not telling you what you have to watch on Netflix in fact you might like Stan or Binge or something else but it's just such a nice thing to you know, shut down the night just by watching one episode of something and switching your brain off. You might want to uh, finish the night reading a book, turn everything off and just sit there and read one chapter of a book. Whatever it is, just just turn yourself off before you go to bed because sleep, as we know, is one of the um, most important things. Now, there's another thing that I do want to talk about is I mentioned before about having something to look forward to. If you mark all these dates in your diary and you've always got something to look forward to and, and there's, a, a, there's a lot of research around this that if we have something to look forward to, it actually um, it supports a positive mindset. It actually helps us. There's a thing called paradise syndrome and I haven't seen evidence of this, this person, but I've been told and, you know, it makes sense um, that Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics has Paradise Syndrome. And what that is, it's like the person suffers 
um, they feel a, a immense dissatisfaction with their life despite having achieved some incredible successes and incredible dreams. So basically, let's look at someone like Dave Stewart. It often happens to really rich wealthy people who have had enormous success and so for example they may have a helicopter or access to a helicopter and I would like to go to Hawaii and they just get on the helicopter and go to Hawaii okay or their private jet or whatever it is so that nothing the rest of us have to save or have to go oh I'd really like to go to Hawaii how can I do that that's going to cost me whatever five thousand dollars or something and I've only got two so if I set up, you know, a little savings scheme and save up save up six grand, then I can go to Hawaii. How fantastic. So even the act of putting money aside and saving for something gives us something to look forward to and you know, peps up peps up our um my our mental stamina and our resilience and everything else. So um that, I, th- I like that. I really like the fact that we can do that. Uh, we're going to also go into Cambodia in November, back to Cambodia. We love that place so much. We're going to start running retreats once a year, taking people over there and um, doing some amazing stuff, seeing the elephants, um, working with a charity, uh, visiting a lotus farm, visiting the temples, like and plus doing a lot of workshops as well. So that's going to be great. So that's something to look forward to. And maybe it's not exactly time out, but it's in a new environment and and, and really fantastic. Um, that's probably all I need to say on this topic. But I just really wanted to stress the importance of it because it's actually come up probably four times in the last few weeks when I'm talking to people, telling me that they don't have time to. Um, have any time out and that they're overwhelmed already we're only just hit February now overwhelmed and I think this isn't the solution to everything and there are a lot of businesses out there that are putting their stuff through hell you know their their leaders are probably not acting like leaders and considering how can we do things better um, so that people are not overwhelmed and how can we actually listen to them and you know, work together. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that bosses are always at fault. I think it's a two-way responsibility. How can we work together better to make sure that um, everybody's mental health and physical health is, you know, um, in a good space and having some sort of sustainable whatever. So I'm not trying to tell you what to do and I'm not Um, suggesting that the way we take breaks is the way that you should take breaks. I was just offering a few suggestions that we do that that, that might be helpful. But please take them, please build them in and please understand and recognise that you are worth it. And I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it. Some people think they're not worth it. Some people think that they've got to continually um, do things to please other people and grind themselves into the ground you know so that somebody else uh, somebody else can achieve their goals at your expense and that's not okay either so make sure that if you are working hard and overworking that it's actually for your benefit and that you only do it in short bursts now by the way I'm going to tell you this I've got Amy Loughran coming on the podcast, which I promise, Amy the Good Nurse. Now, if you haven't watched The Good Nurse on Netflix, please go and do it because, wow, and more so, if you're a fast reader, which I'm not, 
uh, I got the book The Good Nurse and I'm actually very slow at it because it's quite graphic and I'm kind of only chipping away one chapter at a time because god my mind can see it all and imagine it so but anyway amy's coming on hopefully next week i've got brock uh williams coming back on brock was the one that ran from adelaide to sale you know to raise money for the sony foundation because his mate had cancer so he was raising awareness so and he had a few issues on that run and he crashed and burned and he did make it but there was a lot of pain and uh, I want to talk to him about what kept him going and how the hell he got back up each day even when he's like I don't I'm not I have no idea I don't understand all this something in his leg snapped some tendon or something like that and somehow he got himself back on track so that's going to be a really good conversation I've got Tracy Lund coming back on to talk about um, food security particularly in in the Latrobe Valley I went and volunteered at the People's Kitchen which was at a kinder cup run by Morwell Neighbourhood House in Morwell last week with another with a bunch of amazing humans and I'll tell you what I my cup was so full doing it and uh, I I was going to actually talk about it on this episode and then I thought I don't really know what I'm talking about other than it's a great thing and I don't have all the stats and facts and why we need to uh, support people with food so I've asked Tracy to come back on and and tell us all about it and I think you'll find it fascinating because before we started uh, last week she shared a whole lot of information with us that I I actually didn't know about about Latrobe Valley so I think you'll enjoy and it's not just Latrobe Valley it's the same food issues worldwide it doesn't matter where you live it's the same stuff um, and I've also got Bart Weijans has promised to come on, so I'm trying to set up a date with him. And he is the guy that founded uh, a popo, which is the the rats that that go out and detect landmines, and they have saved so many lives. Um, these little rats don't. The, if you haven't heard my rat one last week or the week before, the week before. Uh, don't worry, the rats are not being killed. They're only 1.5 kilos and it takes 5 kilos to set off a landmine. So the rats are perfectly safe and they're way more efficient than humans. So if you haven't heard that episode, that was two weeks ago, go back and have a listen to that because uh, it, it's, it's incredible. And so I'm working on getting Bart on because he will know it way better than me. And last week I had Terry Tucker on and talking about he's a SWAT hostage negotiator, was, and um, he was, one day he was, he, he moved on, did some other other work, but he had a callus under his foot that burst and it turns out that he had a very r- rare form of cancer and he ended up having his foot amputated and then his leg amputated and the uh treatment that he went through by the way he's still got cancer and he's still having treatment but this particular drug that he had he had to go and get uh, injected every week at the hospital and it would cause him to have flu-like symptoms so for two to three days every single week for five years he had the flu like the flu two to three days every week oh man that just bloody uh, just thinking about that sucks so 
So anyway, so a few good things coming up. Um, plus, I'm sure I'm going to find other things to talk about, but um, that should do for now. So my point today is build in some time for yourself. Please don't do hustle and grind until you, until you just bloody grind yourself into the ground and bloody kill yourself because there's so many people getting sick and all that kind of shit and you're worth more than that. And if you want to bring something to the world, if you want um, to make a better world, which I'm sure you do because you're listening to this, you cannot do it if you're burnt out. You cannot do it if you don't believe you're worth something and you take care of yourself. So number one, take care of yourself and then go and do your project or whatever it is, however you want to give back. You know, the old oxygen mask thing, pretty damn important. Okay, that's it for now. I do go on and on. Um, thank you very much for joining me again. Hope you got something out of this. I uh, hope you're going to go and book a little mini break. And if you do, um, send me a message, let me know about it because I'd love to hear about it. All right, I shall see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. I hope this episode inspired you to take action. If you'd like to reach out, then I'd love to hear from you. Info at getoffthebench.com.au and check out my website, kerenvaughan.com. Otherwise, keep believing in yourself, celebrate the tiny wins and keep moving in the right direction.